welcome to <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome to a podcast for everyone uh this is a podcast for everyone and let me tell you if you're included in that subset of people you're going to enjoy this podcast i'm carlisle over there is charlie say hello charlie hello charlie oh he's uh, got it done it this is gonna be a fun I, episode <laughs> i just dabbed but then i realized you know that that's not gonna come through on the podcast no one's gonna know i did that um well, so this i'm is glad a, that you mentioned it this is a podcast where we take songs from busted but this season we're looking at muck busted and we weave them into one long long spanning narrative and we also talk about the songs but uh, largely, it's just random bullshit that is tangentially related to Busted in some way. <laughs> um, we record these extremely infrequently, so I'm a little hazy on the details of our story at the moment. But I'm pretty sure if I fill us in correctly, what's, what's happened most recently. So right now, Muck Busted are the result of Muckfly, who are also the Thunderbirds in this universe, having fused with Busted. They've moved to a different uh, dimension um uh, uh the two uh, jimmy page and brian may are sort of overseeing the sort of multiverse and they're trying to find out how powerful mcbusted are right now yeah and they're doing that by trying to pit gretel upizel against them their their old flame gretel upizel who's now transforming into the supervillain groupie um when we left off she was just talking about how much she hates them now. She, you know, she used to love them, but now she hates them. And uh, the last song we did, we talked about what happened to your band. We didn't get a lot of um, the busted theory. That's the name we're giving to this overall plot. We didn't get a lot of that discussion going last episode because we were just talking about the song, what happened to your band, because it's a very good song. Um, but yeah, largely it was just the Thunderbirds being like, remember when we were McFly? <laughs> That's pretty, that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> 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 but now we're doing get over it we're doing get over it which is it's it's a song i think it's a fun song i also think it's a fun song that's nice it was let me tell you who it was written by if you had to guess uh three to four people who would you guess um i would probably guess uh-huh 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 that it was written by uh-huh, uh-huh. James uh-huh. Bourne. Wrong. Okay, what about... I would actually guess that it was okay. written by Tom Fletcher. Sure. Steve Robson. Correct. Harry Judd. Uh-huh. And that famous uh, seventh member of Muckbusted, Alex Gaskarth. Indeed, Am I correct? Alex Gaskarth is correct. Um, do you know who Alex Gaskarth is? Uh, he is... I would, I would think that he is best known for being the vocalist and rhythm guitarist of all time low. That is correct. If I yeah, had to so guess. He is small pop punk royalty, kind of, on this track. So I remember when this um, the press for this album was happening and they were saying, oh yeah, we're going to work with Mark Hoppers and Alex Gaskarth. I was like, what the fuck? That's so cool. <laughs> that is uh, quite cool. So yeah, Alex Gaskarth is, is, is a writer on this song, which is pretty cool. Robbo is also a writer on this one, Steve Robson. He doesn't normally get writing credits. He, is, he produces every song on this album except for two, three except for three um but <laughs> um but he produces a lot of busted and mcfly work um 
but and yeah, we I love us some Robbo. We do we? love us some Robbo, and I don't normally see him getting a writing credit, so it's interesting to see it here, especially along with Alex Gascard. <laughs> of the two, of the six members of McBusted, there are two two of the four writers are actually in McBusted for this song. Um, but yeah, so and this this is a fun song. I feel like this is a song that does feel like it pulls from a lot of different voices, yeah, you know, sort of creative voices. Is there's a lot happening in this song? I I think it's pretty cool, but we'll get into that. Charlie, if you had to say briefly, really quickly, really, really fast, I want you to fucking speed through this. I want to feel like you haven't been able to breathe. Okay. What is this song about? Uh, so, you know, when you like break up with someone and then they keep coming back to you and they're like, hey, why do you still love me? And you're just like, hey, get over it, you. <laughs> <laughs> he did it, everybody. That's I right. Did. It's Vague Breakup Song. Yeah. I love me a McBusted Vague breakup song. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, this is probably going to be released um, in six years uh, <laughs> when we finished recording this season. Uh, we're in the middle of the coronavirus self-isolation now. I think it's really starting to take hold. Um, there's a level of delirium, certainly <laughs> on my part. If things feel slow today... It's because I've not done anything for like four days. <laughs> hey, we played D and D yesterday. We did play D and D yesterday. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> Didn't require me to leave my room. Uh, <laughs> so the song starts on a little tasty guitar lick and some drums. I really like the drums at the beginning of this because it's um, uh, Harry Judd, the drummer of Busted and McFly, is doing some really tasty stuff with the hi hat. On this, it next really time is. you listen to this song, just give it a give it a give it a put your head, put your ear out for the hi hat. He's doing some tasty stuff. He's he leaving it a little more arms. open than I would assume for such a chill bit of the song, but it works, and it's a brave choice that I don't think many drummers would have been brave enough to make. He is. If there's one thing that I know about Harry Judd from his time on Strictly Come Dancing is that he's brave. He's a brave man. He's not. Uh, a, he's not afraid to uh, take that risk. You know. When the lyrics come in. Um, we get the rest of the band coming in as well, and get this. There's a lot happening here. There's that guitar lick comes becomes a little more complicated because it's moving along with the the chord progression, uh, so it's been extended and the pattern falls a little more, so it falls onto the roots of the of the chords that are playing. Uh, but then there's another sort of there's a chord progression happening under that that's happening very offbeat. Uh, there are some fun little. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word is annotations maybe you know they're not just playing the bass versions of the chords they could you know they're throwing little sevenths and things in to make keep it keep it fun and interesting and i think there are actually two bass lines happening uh <laughs> this is a band that actually does take advantage of the fact they use two bassists sometimes which is pretty <laughs> which is pretty cool uh so yeah uh so first up singing is tom fletcher do you want to say what he says i'd love to say what he says he says everybody says that I'm a mess because you left and I should be moving on, on, on. I can't get out of bed and get dressed. Crazy obsessed. Still can't believe you're gone, gone, gone. Sounds like us during isolation, doesn't it, Carlisle? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure where to take this with the busted <laughs> theory because, like, we could just say it's about, you know, they're pining over Miss McKenzie so, yeah, or they're pining I, over Gretel Lupizzo. I feel like I, this I, is I feel the... like we've moved into a dimension and we've not done a lot with that premise. I feel we've done like... done a lot of kind of retroactive stuff. I feel like this is the response to Hate Your Guts. This okay, is... so 
This did, is the did, clap back. Did Greta Lupizel re- release Hate Your Guts yeah, in some way? Did she collaborate guts. with Mark Hoppus to release Hate Your Guts? Uh, yes, because Brian May and Jimmy Page put them in contact. Right, because, right. Because that's what we've decided that they're overlords for some reason. This, is, this isn't this is a very sharp cut back, though, because that song is I Fucking Hate You. Yeah. And this song is like, God, I'm really having a hard time getting over you because like, I loved you. Ah. You know what? That's true. This is a really upbeat song for like "I miss you so much." <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a fun. There's a fun dichotomy here between the music and the lyrics. There is Musical, a fun lyrical dissonance. Do you know what else is a fun dichotomy? Just saying what? the word dichotomy. That is an extremely fun dichotomy. What would you say saying the word dichotomy is a fun dichotomy between? Well, it's just you saying the word dichotomy. Therefore, it's it's literally dichotomy because you're saying the word. <laughs> it's, it's what I meant. <laughs> Maybe we'll continue the song. We'll think of a different idea how to relate to the mustard theory. But let me tell you, when we go to the pre-chorus, Danny takes over. Uh, we're coming to some of the more minor parts of the key here, so kind of there's a sort of melancholy feeling to him singing here. He says, "You left me high and dry, wasting time. Got to pick myself up and stay out all night singing." And what he is singing is the chorus. And the chorus gets everybody going. And this is poetry. Get up, get up, get over it. No, sorry. Sorry. I missed, Carla, I missed you, a get up. You're ruining the poetry. Get up, get up, get up, get over it. Get up, get up, get up, get over it. Get up and get over it. Get up and get over it. Get up, get up, get up, get over it. Get up, get up, get up, get over it. Get up and get over it. Get up and get over it. And then your the the next two lines are really where the the poetry kicks in. If you don't mind, I'd quite like to take this as quite a personal line sure, to sure, me. Sure, 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 sure. Um, when you're down, 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 get up and get over it. <laughs> that sounded like I was just being really mean. This is a good chorus. It, I like. Obviously, it works for there the is song. extremely little variation in the lyrics, yeah. and it sounds silly if you just read the lyrics like I did. In the song, <laughs> it works. You know, there's a lot of actual variation in the, what they're singing. I like it. it, yeah, um, and it kind of works with the with the to- with the sort of with the notes of the singing as well because um, the first get up is the highest that they've sung in the song, so it kind of, it kind of works with that get up, and then that it slowly descends with the other get ups, but then when he goes get over it, they go back up, so it's sort of getting over it back up in the pitch that they're singing, which is fun. Now that's then- a fun dichotomy. That is a very fun dichotomy. <laughs> Can you tell uh, I don't really know what dichotomy means? <laughs> um, and when they sing, when you're down, 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 each time they step, they step down a note, or I think maybe a third. Uh, so yeah, it's it's it, it works and it's nice and it feels engaging. That's what I'd say. I feel engaged when I listen to this chorus. <laughs> well, like the song is proposing to you. Yeah. Nice. What would the boys need to get over? I f- I feel like they've done. Maybe this is just like a petty argument between their various heads because they're still uh, learning to get along. I like that. Yeah, they haven't. They're not quite a team yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how are we framing? Because this is definitely framed like a romance. You know, because um, someone else left. Well, so who left? Their sanity? No, Charlie. Charlie. Left. Charlie, Charlie left. left. 
Um, but they're like, so, yeah. we have to make the most of this. Like McFly, so like, yeah, McFly are like good. stuck with these guys, and these two guys are moping about Charlie. So yeah. they're trying to be like, you need to get over it. And yeah, like, okay, we got so. well, we got the world to save. Yeah, even though they don't, they they, they have no real aim in this convention. Like, <laughs> 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 Should we do the second kind of, verse? <laughs> sure, man. Uh, Matt Willis is singing this one, and he sounds primo. It's always so... He's so good on this album. I love it when Matt Willis sings on this album. He sounds so good. He sounds he better than he does on any Busted album. <laughs> it's really it's really quite a shame. But there you go. And he says, Everybody says that you're doing just fine. And that's so hard to take, take, take. So I guess it's my fault that you left because you're telling my friends I was just a big mistake. Just a big mistake wow this does actually sound like charlie leaving to join firestar yeah. <laughs> he does because yeah he was, a, he was a huge bitch about <laughs> busted for years <laughs> yeah people used to like ask him to sign busted stuff and he'd like throw it away Re- oh that's horrible yeah he was really rude Do you know it was uh, like i think it was ollie sykes got him got him back into it they were on the you think walk. Ollie Sykes got him back into busted. Yeah, they were on the warp tour together. I was listening to this podcast that um, Charlie Simpson was on. They were on the warp tour together, and they were in the bus, and they were all like talking about it. They were like, "Oh, didn't you like headline Wembley when you were like 19? And he was like, "Yeah, but whatever. Like, I don't really talk about it." And then Ollie Sykes was like, "Hey, you realize that's like really cool?" And he was like, "Hey, I guess that is really cool." <laughs> <laughs> Ollie Sykes is sometimes a prat, but it's nice to hear that he, you know, was level-headed about that. I've heard very not nice things about him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Ollie Sykes is the lead singer of the band Bring Me to the Horizon, if people aren't aware. Um, So, yeah, they would have been touring together while Charlie was in Fightstar. Um, He still presumably is in Fightstar, but the way they kind of... Their model is that they come together every few years to make an album, tour it, and then go away to do their separate things because they all have lots of separate things going at any given time i think that's largely due to charlie like i think one of their given things is like one of them runs like a pottery company or something and they're like well or you could be in fight star full time they'd probably rather be in fight star full time charlie (laughs) has like eight projects at any given time and you know (laughs) he's the front man so it's it's a little dependent on his (laughs) schedule but there you go um the pre we get the pre-chorus again also sung by danny again um the the it should be said um at this pre-chorus i think there's like three people actually singing you know is doing harmonies it's just that danny is taking the center of the sort of soundscape there uh he sings the same lines uh you left me high and dry wasting time had to pick myself up and stay out all night singing get up get up get up get over it get up get up get up get up get over it get up get over it get up get over it get up get up get up get up get over it get up get up get over it get up get over it get up get over it when you down 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 get up and get over it i've been working on my impression of uh someone who runs auctions on farms in america you ever seen those videos <laughs> Sorry, um, my mum's just coming on FaceTime with my niece. Hi, Charlie's mum. Hello. Hello Hi, Charlie's on the niece. <laughs> sorry, on the, sorry on the computer. That's okay. Hello. I, I like your jumper. It's very <laughs> this nice. This is all staying in. We don't That's have content for this song, Hello. so clearly this is all staying in. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Charlie. Can I give him a wave? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. I'll let you get back on. Thanks. Hi. Hi. That's all right. 
Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all got to stay in. I was just explaining while that was happening. Oh, okay. We clearly do not have content right now. Um, so that's that counts as content. <laughs> I mean, she's very cute. She's wearing a little jumper with hearts on it and little leggings yes. with flowers. And it was very cute. And I haven't so... seen her in a while because we're in isolation. <laughs> we get some new new music after the second chorus. Um, it's very kind of... Uh, you know, it's slowed down a bit. We're just hearing bass beats in the background to really kind of, you know, there's not a lot of super pulsy rhythm happening. We're just sort of getting the bare bones of it. So you're focusing on the words and the kind of how the how the music has shifted to a more kind of melancholy tone. And it's the first time we get James taking center stage in this, um, you know, in the cabal of singers that is McBusted. It's the first time we get James feeling like he's in the middle of it. Uh, so you, do you want to do you want to take that? I'd love to. I know that we can never go back. You told me that you never want to get... You never want that. I get that. It's clear that you're better on your own. Okay, maybe we have content now. It's. I know that we can never go back. Yeah. So it sounds like maybe they just they want to leave the other dimension behind. Yes. Obviously, in the song, it's supposed to, you know... So, obviously, the Buster Theory is all true. Yeah, and um, it was intended. It was intended. Yeah. But uh, to make it polite, sort of, you know, that it would go on the radio it's not about dimensional stuff they're <laughs> pretending that this is about you know getting back into the relationship i know we can never go back but it could very easily be about going back to their original dimension yes and um, therefore charlie simpson so i feel like we've learned actually something um there's a bit of that, friction in the muck busted boy but also we've learned that um james is willing to just never go back Oh yeah, he's, he, he's willing to completely try and start over. He's he's trying to leave all of his reservations behind. It's almost like he's trying to become a future boy. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> those that don't know, James recorded what is not is not a solo album called Future Boy. It's uh, an experiment. It's an experiment. His first solo album is coming out this year. that he created an album by himself. But it's not a solo album. Because <laughs> if you bring it up on Twitter, he says, that's not a solo album. <laughs> His solo album is going to be Maybe so that's bad. why he unfollowed us. Didn't you send like a sassy thing back where you crossed out, exper- you crossed out a solo album and wrote experiment? Maybe that's... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it was a really dumb exchange. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we have to point out we like James Bourne. We think there is no busted without James Bourne, and he's one of the most influential songwriters in in you know everything that we we talk about on this podcast. Um, but also, this is that was stupid, <laughs> <laughs> and we like to roast him. <laughs> and yes, he did used to follow us on Twitter. Shall and I? Um, he doesn't. Shall I do the rest of the bridge? Sure, the bridge isn't over. It's been so long since we broke up. Now it's about time I woke up. We broke up. We broke up. I guess I gotta let you go. Get up, get up, get up, get over it. <laughs> so yeah, and then it just does that for a while, and then the song ends. Yeah, and then so at the end the it goes, but I'm up and I'm over it. <laughs> so there we go. I guess by <laughs> the end, there's some cohesion in the group. I, there is. So it's... Let's say th- we've got to say this is the last time, though, that they're, they're, the song is about them not being used to. Because I think there was a big, 
sort of draw on that in previous episodes of this season where yeah. we were saying it was about McFly and Buster learning to get along. They're now they get along. They are friends. best friends now. They're up and they're over it. So everything from now on has to be <laughs> about weird dimensional shit. Like next week's Riding on My Bike. Who knows how we're going to make that work, <laughs> but it's going to happen. <laughs> I was riding on my bike. Riding on my bike. What a fantastic song. <laughs> We're going to love it. I'm very excited to talk about it. Especially He's going if we get the, super if we get, fast, if, like, whoa. <laughs> if, we get the, if we get the guests that we want, next week's is going to be really fucking good. Um, <laughs> that's true. I'm just looking over through these lyrics. Is there anything more interesting we could say going on in the Busted Theory? They just say the same lyrics. They just say the same lyrics again. over and over again. We, we did make a point of that. <laughs> Uh um well you know what if they there was like um there was like an earthquake that Jimmy Page and Brian May put down this is all there's all evidence for this in the song trust me yeah and it caused like a chasm and then like they nearly fell into lava but they didn't and they like held on to like a crease and they didn't fall into lava and then they climbed up and they got over it <laughs> perfect we Amazing. did it we did it we did it we expanded. We expanded the busted theory, but at the same time, they were also having an English. They were also having an argument about them not getting on. Oh, exactly. Yes, yes. It was a metaphorical earthquake <laughs> chasm, <laughs> but also a literal earthquake chasm. Yes. Exactly. So, time to move on to everybody's favorite part of the fucking show. It's everyone's favorite part. It's my favorite it's part. It's your favorite part. It's. Brian Maine, Jimmy Page, no, that's favorite it. part. That's, that's all of them. <laughs> that's all the people. We're going to rank it out the music out of 10, the lyrics out of 10, our personal preferences out of 10, and then we're going to take the average of those three scores, and that's going to be our favorite. That's going to be our score. That's going to be our score out of 10 for the song, and then we'll rank it against all the other songs on the Busted and mugbusted albums that's exactly what we're gonna do that's exactly what we're gonna do <laughs> so music out of 10 how do you feel charlie charlie over there it's pretty good it's I, a pretty I'd, sick song for music i'd give it maybe like a seven it doesn't blow like, me away completely but it's it's fun it's good i like it a lot and uh, it's definitely better than the lyrics in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> it's very well produced steve robbo like always has done a very good job he's um it's, it sounds balanced and like i said it's, it's pretty hard to make this songs on this album feel balanced he's got so many singers he's got two fucking basses there's some pretty (laughs) sick guitar riffs as well there are some very cool guitar riffs so i'm actually i'm gonna give this an 8.5 oh wow i think the music on this song is really good uh so if you're going a seven and i'm going that's a 7.75 well you know he's he knows what he's talking about because i was doing it on a calculator but he just he just up and told me Hell so yeah. there you go I mean, 7.75 it might be wrong but I'm pretty sure no no, no it's correct I did it on a calculator oh nice look at me yeah. math boy math boy over here go everybody go out on twitter use the hashtag charlie is math boy <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to drum up our social engagement on twitter hell yeah hashtag charlie is a math hashtag boy hashtag charlie is math boy oh sorry just is math boy is math boy yes yeah. I am the superhero math boy lyrics out of 10 um look they're fine 5 out of 10 (laughs) they're generic broke up with me lyrics 
and then they sing the chorus. Like, the chorus is terrible for lyrics. Like, it works in the song, but lyrically, it's bad. <laughs> so I don't think the lyrics are bad. I just don't think they're anything. So I'm going to go with the true ambivalent score of 5.5. That is... How is that true? How is that more because, ambivalent than a 5? Because if... So I'm saying the minimum on the scale is 1. Ah, uh, that makes sense. And this. In, directly in between 1 and 10 is 5.5. Directly yes. between 0 and 10 is 5. Uh, so, are you sticking with 5 then? I'm sticking with 5, because okay, in so my head, five. even though what you said makes absolute perfect sense, in my head, <laughs> a middle is 5. <laughs> so, 5.25 then is is uh, is our score for lyrics. Personal preference. How much do you like this song? It's alright. It's good. <laughs> it's not... I don't know. It's all right. I'd give it like a maybe a six point five. Okay, I'm gonna go for a seven. I like it I'm more not, than the average just, song, I'm, but I'm, it's I'm not. just always slightly above you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't blow me away. Sure. Yeah, it's never one that you think about putting on when you're like, I'm gonna listen to some busted and all McBusted right now. It that you know that's exactly true. But I, I ha- happily enjoy it every time I hear it. So that's our average score of six point seven five. It's gonna be so a very middling song. It's going to be because yeah. We're going to see how how well it's going to do right now. It's got an average score of all those scores of 6.58. Uh, so that's going to put it... Um, above Air Guitar. Just above just, Air Guitar. Just above Air Guitar. In 22nd place. So below Year 3000 and above Air Guitar. Year 3000 is in 21st place. <laughs> year 3000 isn't good. It isn't that good. But like, <laughs> that's just... It's weird to think about that because it's obviously... it Like, by by no very small margin their most successful song yeah and also it's not very good (laughs) it really shouldn't be their most famous song but it is and that's okay what's our midway point at the moment i'm gonna i'm gonna Uh, we've done this is the 37th song that we've done so the around between 18 and 19 over now and uh buttholes retired (laughs) at 19 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, Over Now is kind of our middling song at the moment. Yeah. Interesting. Yes, because um, Buttholes is not a real song, unfortunately. <laughs> right, what's your favourite part of this song? Uh, Definitely the guitar. Yeah. guitar riffs. I'm going to put... But just because I love to hammer this point home, Matt sounds sick. I like Matt singing. That's your favourite like, in every song. It is! <laughs> On this album, it is. <laughs> they give him parts to sing, and he sounds really good. He does. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. He does sound very good. It's much harder to choose a least favorite part because it's there's not there's nothing that stands out. I think the chorus is, is dull. You see, I, the lyrics I think are dull, but I don't think it's dull to listen to because there is a lot going on, at least. Mm, that's true, but I still think that's my least favorite part. That well, the chorus is just the same line repeated like six Repetitive times. Repetitive <laughs> chorus. Okay, well that's that then, because I don't have anything else I would say. So cool, cool. This has been quite a short one. <laughs> This has been a short one. Hey, there's not much to say about this song. There's it's, not a lot to say. It's about very this song. fine. Uh, but here's how we could extend this episode greatly. Um, 
if you give me a really detailed and thought-provoking question related to today's episode. Now, as we have mentioned, we are currently in isolation. So I've had Mm -hmm. lots of time to think about this question. Sure, sure, sure. Therefore, it's going to be the best question. Right. Hey, Carlisle. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you have to, like, take tablets for stuff from the doctor. Okay. Have you ever had a time when it's just so hard to take, take, take? (laughs) Especially when my mouth is left feeling high and dry. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Um, (laughs) yes. (laughs) I used to be very bad at taking tablets. In fact, once I made so much of a fuss and I had to drink so much water that I ended up throwing up. So, we, my, we, me and you together, yes, we, we, my family had a friend. Oh, nice. His name was G, because I probably shouldn't say his name, (laughs) even though I'm not saying anything bad about him. He was our vicar. Okay. Is his name George? He was our friend, and he had the most wonderful dog, and her name was Magic. Uh, she was a black lab. Oh, so you can say the dog's name. Yeah. Oh, the dog doesn't want gonna, privacy, clearly. I doubt people are going to trace, <laughs> you know, Vicar Jeremy with a G. Oh, no, I said it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, through Magic, the black lab. But Magic was apparently like this, like, god at avoiding eating her tablets because, like, they put it in her food and she'd eat around it and leave it in there. So eventually they, like, ground up the tablets into her food and i don't believe this but this is what they say happened she ate the food and like snorted out through her nose the powder that can't be possible right it sounds like your vicar is a liar it sounds like my vicar is a liar it sounds that really makes me reassess the whole relationship I had with him, you know? Yeah. I mean, what kind of relationship did you have? Um, (laughs) You know, (laughs) you know, a good old vicar relationship. I see. I I didn't come from a religious family. What, is there some sort of connotation there on a vicar relationship? No. What am I I missing? I just don't know what a vicar relationship is like. I've never never been close to a vicar. (laughs) Like, Physically, I have he, not in that he was way. Just our friend. Just like I was trying to think of a way to make a tasteful pedophilia joke, and then I was like, they don't exist. So, <laughs> <laughs> he was just our friend, <laughs> and he had a very good dog. Magic was very nice. Did he wear the dog collar? Excuse me. Isn't that what the vicar things are called around their necks? They're called dog Is collars. Is it called aren't a they? dog collar? Because I would have just called it a collar. A god collar. A god... <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're called dog collars. Maybe no, they're, they're not. called god collars. And they <laughs> should be called god collars if they're not. Uh, I'm going to Google this. Vicar <laughs> collar. Welcome to the content mine, everybody. <laughs> Apparently they're just called clergy or vicar collars. Why do I think they were called dog collars? Maybe you just don't respect vicars. No, I feel like I've been... You think of them as dirty, dirty dogs. <laughs> I feel like I've been... I've hashtag been... vicars are dirty, dirty dogs. Get out there, use that hashtag. We're trying to get up our social engagement on the Twitter. 
I I think maybe a vicar that like was at the school I went to because I went to like a Church of England school. Um, uh-huh. We had like a vicar come in. Maybe one of them said that as like a joke. Well, oh no. In the United Kingdom, clerical collars have been informally referred to as dog collars since the mid-19th century. Ladies and gentlemen, he pulled right. it back. He pulled, pulled it back, back from the jaws of defeat. <laughs> he was ready to give up. He was ready to make a formal apology to vicars everywhere. But in the end, he was correct and it was all good. Hashtag Charlie was correct and it was all good. Get out there. Use that hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Tag us. At <laughs> hashtag Charlie everyone. is math boy and also dog collar boy. <laughs> dog collar boy. Vic- dirty, dirty vickers. <laughs> Whatever you fucking want. Should we end this episode Just before we offend us. all people in religion? Tag at pod for everyone on Twitter or find us on Facebook at pod for everyone. Or email us. We won't read it. We might, but we've got like two email addresses and I don't know if either of them are saved to my phone, so we'll see what happens. If you, you know what? I just realized neither of them are saved to my phone either. <laughs> a podcast for everyone at gmail.com if you want to test it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time where we Bye. should have a guest. Here's hoping.